This episode is brought to you by Splash Refresher. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash, they spice it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. My flavor that I've been enjoying the most lately is the wild berry. Keep one on your desk. You'll be hydrated in no time. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Betches Media presents Ha ha, laugh, funny Mention it all, a Bravo by Betches podcast We don't say that, but now we said it With Dylan Hafer Who gon' check me, boo? And Barry Rosenfeld I need to start drinking alcohol Now go to sleep, we Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Mention It All podcast I'm Dylan Hafer And I'm Barry Rosenfeld Happy Monday Last day of the month Last day of the month. Um, Barry, did you watch the VMAs last night at all? Did I watch the VMAs? You know, I am a red carpet queen. I cover <laughs> these. I actually covered it on Shop Betches um, last night. And it was, I personally think MTV did a really great job. And I think that the show was really put together nicely. Of course, the internet's always going to come for whoever. And they were like, it was cringeworthy. Like they, it was tape days before, like who cares? That's not the point of the show. I thought it was great. It was, it you was know? interesting. <laughs> I didn't watch, I didn't watch the whole show, but I was following and watched like performances and red carpet and stuff. And it was funny cause nobody could figure out where anything was happening, mm-hmm. what was live, what was pre-recorded. So it's funny now we're in this like, we're in this weird in-between time where it's like, we can do, we can make stuff happen, but it's not quite normal. So normally it's like you sit down and you watch the VMAs and it's two hours of in a, at an arena. And all of a sudden it's like, okay, we have footage from this person and this person is accepting an award, but are they really there? And like Lady yeah. Gaga, I feel like Lady Gaga was the one person who was like fully actually there because <laughs> she was like, Accepting awards on the red carpet, performing, and then some of them. It were was just very a confusing. night of Lady Gaga. It was a celebration of Lady Gaga's night, a life, which is I was there for. Like it was amazing. She was, <laughs> she got, she even got an award that was made up. It was the first one ever. Like she just got every award. Yeah, they gave her an She's award for like well being. They gave her an award for like the most. I don't know. It's not their like a tricon. Like, yeah, because they have their, like, video vanguard award that they right. give to, like, you know, Britney Spears and Beyonce and those people. But, uh, yeah, it's like, okay, Lady Gaga, just, like, I mean, it's the VMAs. Who really cares about the awards? Machine Gun Kelly. He cares about the awards. <laughs> Which, um, you know what? I'm glad he got, he finally got a VMA. Like, it's, he came, it's full circle, full circle. But, yeah, so, but... That was not our most important piece of television last night, though. No, because I had to obviously make time. Every time something is on the same night, I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God. We have to watch Real Houses of Potomac. Like, hello, we have a podcast to record in the morning. So I watched it after, but it was a really great episode. It was a great episode. I thought this episode was kind of a perfect... It was like a perfect showcase of what Potomac does so well, because there was yelling and screaming there were heart-to-heart conversations and more than anything there were there was so much laughter um we kicked off just a few minutes into the episode with karen huger throwing some legendary shade at giselle bryant's (laughs) fashion sense and oh my god i 
It was like four confessional clips put together of her coming for Giselle's fashions. And I I watched it. I was watching ahead of time and I I rewound that clip like five times to watch it because it was so funny. Let's just say Karen was said what we were all thinking. Yes. I'll just say that. Karen, you know, Karen is speaking for the people later in the episode. She asks if Ashley's booty hole, she is asking about Ashley's booty hole. And I would say that's also something that people have been wondering. Um, I mean, I wasn't. (laughs) Karen also, (laughs) Karen also, she looks phenomenal this season. I think she, whatever she's doing with her hair, her makeup, her, her body looks just right. Like she just looks great. She does, and um, when the girls, they, uh, all the women obviously went to Monique's Lake House this weekend, but they they were talking about when Karen showed up, they're like, ooh, look at those top abs showing, because she was wearing a crop top with like high-waisted oh, sweatpants, and I was like, top abs are underrated. Like, I loved that moment of the episode because I have these two top abs, and I was even checking myself <laughs> out in the mirror the other day, and I was like, no, should I post it? No. <laughs> I love the the specificity of the compliment that it's like it's not like oh like Karen looks good it's like so fancy when they're like it's not just like oh Karen you look good or like oh you're you're looking good today it's like okay top abs (laughs) I I love these women so we're going to Monique's Lake House which I had the observation of Monique's Lake House looks like the Real Housewives of Atlanta's regular houses. Well, the issue, it's, it was so, like, annoying to me to listen to these women complain about that they were in the middle of nowhere. You're going to her lake house. Like, she has her regu- her home. Like, this, the point of a lake house is to get away. Like, I don't know. Right. I don't know it. where, like, what lake house would you be going to unless it's, like, I don't know, maybe if it's, like, Lake Michigan or something. But, like, most people, when they have a lake house, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. And it's to get away. That's the point of it. So it's so, it was just so funny. Like, they're like, oh, this drive, this drive. Like, where there's no, the no cell phone service really, do, I do understand that because it's very, when people choose to disconnect, that's one thing. But when you go somewhere and there is no cell phone right. service, that is a little, it, you, it feel, it hits different. Like, so I got that part. But they all go, and of course, here we go again, the room situation. And um, and it wasn't as dramatic as I thought. I was like, wow, no. this is very nicely done, including these a women, guest house. These women are, you know, they're there to they're there to do a job and they know what their job is, and they don't have time to mess around with their room selection. I did think it was really funny that when Wendy showed up. Uh, Monique took great care to list off all of the rooms, even though there was only actually one available (laughs) and it was going to be sharing with Candace. So that was hilarious to me because I'm like, Monique had a little tinge of Jennifer Aiden there where she just wanted to talk about the rooms. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, they didn't, yes, I know what you're saying, but I can't. <laughs> she was like, so there's this way. room, that room. I'm in that one. Karen's in that one. That one. Oh, that will be Ashley. Speaking of Ashley. Oh, God. So I need to know where you stand with this. I know. So Ashley brings baby Dean, three-month-old baby Dean, on the trip to the lake with her best friend Eve to kind of be Dean's caretaker while they're there. But fast forward, rewind the beginning of the episode, though, when Michael and Ashley are talking about this weekend and Michael's holding baby Jean, who's sleeping, which, by the way, that's not how you hold a sleeping baby. That's a completely (laughs) side note, though. I was like, oh, oh my God. 
he was confirming with Ashley that the baby was going with her this weekend. And in my head, even I was like, why? That's why. Okay, first of all, Michael is acting as if a three-month-old baby would literally die if it wasn't with its mom for three days, which is just not true. Like a baby kangaroo, almost. (laughs) And then he is saying, like, oh, you know, like, he's acting like he couldn't bear (laughs) the thought of spending three days with his child, which... It came I know off very bizarre. We've seen other, it's not an uncommon thing for house husbands to be like maybe not putting in equal work in terms of raising the kids. But this especially, it's like he was like guilting her, even though clearly she was already taking the baby. That was already arranged. But the baby wasn't three days old. It was three months old. Like it's right. not, it's very different. And also fa- go to Monique. Monique set up help. Like to help Chris with the be- right. all the kids, that was very easily. There's, there's. I can't say I'm watching these shows and knowing that there's more to the story that they're not telling us. Like I'm dead. I'm like we signed up for this. Like I need to know every detail of your life. What <laughs> one is last happening? Thing, one last thing. So when Ashley is with Michael, she makes a joke about how he's becoming an ass man, and Ashley. Dear Lord, come on. Don't, you can't get, you can't make it that easy for us. Like, come on. She knows what they've been through on this TV show. And she's, now she's making jokes about asses with Michael. Yeah. No. Yeah. You guys, if you don't know what we're talking about, just slide into the DMs. It's if you have, if you have seen a single season of Real Housewives of Potomac, you know Michael Darby likes to grab an ass. I am so happy that warmer weather is finally back and we can get back to enjoying some time in the sun. But the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring May flowers and also sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I have had seasonal allergies for pretty much my entire life. Unfortunately, there are definitely those days where I have canceled my plans because I simply just don't want to be out in the world because of my allergies. But luckily, Claritin is the perfect thing that you can just take at the beginning of the day. And it really helps with all of those symptoms, clearing up your eyes, clearing up your sinuses, clearing up your congestion. It's the easiest way to just get those allergies under control, whether it's in the spring, any other time of year. And it's designed for serious allergy sufferers. Claritin D has two powerful ingredients in just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy nose and throat, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin Clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin Clear. Use as directed. So we're back at the lake house and and, um, all of a sudden, all the women are there. They're having their champagne because we know they they love their champagne. And Wendy doesn't like the fact that Ashley is there with her three-month-old, but her baby, who is apparently two weeks younger than Ashley's baby or a few weeks younger, is at home. And when I say all hell breaks loose in a blink of an eye, like that's a perfect example. They just are not on the same page. I Mm -hmm. think that 
it was correct. Wendy just had like bottled up anger about the situation and took it out. What they were saying, her, her delivery was not there. It was not necessary. All the women were like, what is happening here? You're kind of just like throwing all of this at Ashley. Do I believe that the baby and nanny should have been there? No, but I am not telling anyone how to parent. I don't think anyone's decision is right or wrong. That's just not what I would do. Like I, 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 and as a woman who is there, I don't want to be with a baby and a nanny. And if you're not even going to be with them, why they come? I agree. Okay. The thing for me is that I don't think anyone, I, Wendy's delivery was certainly lacking. I don't think anyone really did anything wrong in this situation, but other than that, whoever was extending this courtesy or making this happen for Ashley, maybe should have checked in with Wendy too, because I don't think, (laughs) I mean, but it's, it's, it's a little unclear. Like, did Ashley ask Monique if she could bring Dean or did Monique offer or... Monique said she offered. She said okay. if she need, but, if she feels comfortable, she he can come. So I think that's the one thing that is kind of off for me. And when we, mm-hmm. when we spoke with Wendy last week, she was talking about that she just didn't feel like she was kind of afforded the same um, consideration as having a young baby at home. To me, the term new mom, whatever, I don't really know that there's a solid definition of who is and isn't a new mom. Yeah, but I didn't like how all the women were like, you're not a new, not, you're not a new mom. Who are you to tell her how she feels? Regard, yeah, regardless of if she has one baby or three, she has a three-month-old baby at home, Correct. just yes. like Ashley. And so I think that was the thing that I, I totally understood Wendy's frustration. Again, mm-hmm. the delivery was a little much, maybe. And it was like right when Ashley got there. Yeah, it was, it was, it it happened very quickly. And so that's why I took it as she was frustrated. But I don't, I don't know. I, if that, if I were an Ashley and I was being spoken to like that, right when I walked in with the baby, I would have been really pissed off. But speaking of um, this scene in the kitchen, the most spectacular moment. I almost peed in my pants. Was when. Um, fittingly, this <laughs> fittingly, this episode, um, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, we got a great episode for our own King T'Challa, and he attacks Doctor Wendy. He didn't all, attack her. He flew in her direction. He flew in her face, and all hell broke loose. I I love how almost none of the women in this group like being around this bird. I mean, it's not a, okay. First of all, I laughed so hard out loud when this happened because of their reactions that you even saw Monique even ran in. She thought there was an emergency. Like she thought all the women were screaming at the top of their lungs. But when they showed it slow motion and Wendy like like screaming for her life as if she was in like Jurassic Park and a pterodactyl was coming at her. I was, it was so funny. The bird was just flying, but they were even the whole way it happened. The bird, the women were talking. They were like, does it fly? Does it fly? But like birds aren't like a dog or like, well, I don't like cats, but even, you know what? I'm a dog person, but I only like my own dog for the most part. I don't like when other people's dogs come and sniff me or lick me. I actually think it's very rude that the owner doesn't hold it back or whatever. So if a bird did that, if a bird who poops uncontrollably did that to me, I would not be happy, but I would be laughing about it. 
I would flip a shit for a second and then I would laugh about it. But <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of annoyed. It's funny. My cousins, when we were kids, they used to have pet hedgehogs. And someone in college I know bought a hedgehog. So hedgehogs, if you are not familiar with them, they are not, they're like spiky, but they, if you like pet them the right way or whatever, like they're not like deadly or anything. They're just like, you just have to hold them the right way. But you know, not everybody loves a hedgehog. And my cousins, when we were over at their house, like I would pet them sometimes or like whatever, but I wasn't like overly affectionate with the hedgehogs. And one of my cousins would like sneak up behind you and like put it on your back. No, I don't know. Or like put it on your shoulder. And it's like, no, 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 no. That's just like, please, like, please don't. Please don't. And I feel like it's a similar situation where it's like, okay, you have a pet bird who could obviously freak a lot of people out. And so it's like, maybe if people haven't said they're comfortable, just like keep him in his little perch. <laughs> yeah. And I love the fact that on the way there, by the way, it sat in the back seat with Giselle. Like, oh my God. Next to her, her buckled in. <laughs> Somebody was saying they want like the full uncut footage of the back seat of that car ride. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, it's funny when, T'Challa makes a noise in the production. They put up a subtitle like it said yes or no. I'm like, what is happening? That T'Challa is like a character on the show now and it's the funniest thing. They're leaning into it. And honestly, I think the fans and the viewers are really enjoying it. So it's working. Um, Uh, Yeah, I don't have a problem. So we see Candace before dinner go over to Giselle and Robin's guest house. And so watching her like, jet off on the golf cart is so funny to me like okay um so they have a little um they have a little sit down Candace and Giselle and I think they actually do a nice job of making up Mm -hmm. and Giselle apologizes and um she says that she feels like she pinched Candace and Candace came back with a billy club and a machete with her twitter fingers (laughs) yeah it was like oh my god there's a lot of words going on in this but she actually like now they're calling it Instagram finger. Like she just goes on like the internet. But I have to say that I said this last week too. Candace's apology tour is going really well. Like I think it's the way she's yeah. been handling it is really nice. Like she voluntarily went to Giselle, who's not the easiest person to like sit down and do this, which could be why this is maybe their third or fourth time around doing this in like two episodes. I was like, okay, like can you guys just like get over it and move on? But um, they did apologize, and I feel, again, that this isn't the last time we're going to see this happen. No. Can't, honestly, this episode, Candace really didn't have any drama with anyone. Obviously, she's a little apprehensive about Monique. She almost didn't go on the trip because of their issues. But really, this episode, the only, the only real drama this episode was Wendy and Ashley, and then Wendy and Karen a little bit. Um, so, speaking of... We need to talk about their dinner. First of all, beautiful. This, this backyard setup is beautiful. <laughs> Despite being in the middle of nowhere, Monique has full kitchen and catering staff because of course she does. Um, so at the dinner, they're doing one of my favorite things that they do on Real Housewives where they um, play a game that's just asking shady questions. Or they people. awkwardly go around the table and talk shit about each other <laughs> in a polite way. Is, the thing I love about Potomac is that in the over the course of this game, I feel like there were several questions that could have fueled an entire season storyline on Beverly Hills. But on Potomac, it's like a funny shady moment and then they keep it moving because 
like think about that like first impressions game they played on Beverly Hills or something and it was like mm-hmm. Sutton said Teddy was boring and that was like a friendship ending comment whereas on this it's like Monique's like Candace is that why you got a nose job and she's like I didn't get a nose job and then they just keep it moving it's light and breezy yeah um until it's well, not yeah I feel like when she said that though like that I don't, I never know what the point of Giselle's like comments are. Like I, did she want to get a rise out of Candace from that? No, I think she thought, I think she, probably someone said something about Candace getting a nose job online or something. And she just remembered that and just assumed it was true because I didn't think she meant to be malicious. I think it was because they were talking about how Candace grew up as one of the only black people in her school and that influenced her to study African-American studies. And so I think it was just kind of a continuation of that question. I don't think it was meant to be shady, but obviously Candace not having had a nose job was like, excuse me. Right. Splash refreshers are the delicious zero calorie beverage I'm reaching for again and again when I'm feeling thirsty for something flavorful. I believe in the three beverage rotation on my desk at all times. One for caffeinating, one for hydrating, and one for fun. But Splash spices it up by putting the fun and hydration in one. I don't have to dread my eight cups of water a day. I just drink Splash and like it. Lately, my go-to office beverage has been the Splash Wild Berry flavor. It's so nice to just put a few in the fridge at the beginning of the week. Grab one whenever you want something nice and refreshing. It's just the right amount of flavor, just the right amount of sweetness. You know the vibes. When you want something refreshing, when you want something hydrating, Splash is the perfect thing to reach for. It perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. And it's available in five craveable flavors. Wild Berry, that's my favorite, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin in orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of a spring wardrobe refresh, a new warm weather bedding set, or a flight for that summer getaway you've been eyeing. Other apps, they give you points that don't amount to much. But with Ibotta, you just add your offers in the app, upload your receipt, and you get real cash that you can cash out to your bank account, PayPal, or gift cards. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers including all your favorite grocery stores, Lowe's, Macy's, Sephora, Best Buy, and more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use code MENTION. So again at dinner, the topic of Ashley's butt comes up, which like I just her booty hole and I'm just like can we can we stop I don't want to okay but Karen I also don't care Karen asking if Ashley's booty hole is important to her marriage is one of my favorite things that's (laughs) ever happened Karen says that her booty hole is retired which is good to know um but also Karen has 
she loves the word booty hole, but she also in this episode says the word coochie box several yeah, times. Must, I mm-mm, nope, and not here for it's, that. I just love the juxt the like the use of coochie hole or coochie box. Stop, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> I like can't speak words anymore because I just can't stop thinking about it's so oh, and like pussy pop. <laughs> Also, we got we saw like a replay of when Wendy said Karen was pussy popping on a handstand. Oh, I love it. Dylan, have you ever talked about this many like female body parts in one sitting? Oh my god! I'm reading. Um, I'm reading Teresa Judice's book, and then she says Chuckalina on like the third page. That's so classy. It's like cute, you know. But this dinner is just like we go around. We're we're now. At, it's a dinner of like re-bringing up stuff. So now we're talking about Karen still doesn't know Wendy. Girls, you know each other. Like, get over it. Even when they arrived, they, of course, they purposely didn't show them saying hello to each other. Like, so it made it seem the, like they didn't. Karen posted on Instagram last night a whole paragraph Instagram caption explaining once and for all how she didn't know Wendy. She was like, she was like, we have never been in a com- subcommittee meeting together. And any time it was a conference call, there wasn't video. And it's like, okay. Oh my God. Girl, and then the girls rest. were telling her, they're like, Karen, aren't you're on the board with her. And she was saying how like the board is something different than like the me. And I was like, <laughs> okay, I, what, whatever. What's the reason behind this? I'm excited for that to come. Like this episode is really Wendy's arrival as like a participating member of the group, I would say. And so I'm excited to see kind of how that, um, continues to evolve because we see her getting in some major drama with Ashley, of course. So they bring up this subject again. They're rehashing their argument from earlier and the editors, God love them, put in while Wendy and Ashley are arguing this clip of Candace checking her makeup in a butter knife, (laughs) which is just, oh my God, this show is perfect. It's like, that is the tiniest little moment. And the fact that they pulled that out of all the footage and were like, mm-hmm. Oh, Wait, but so like, good. I've done that before. Right, but it's Candace with a butter knife. No, I think you're, I think this is being looked into. Like, I think it's because a spoon is curved, so you can't check your face in that. No, and I'm a fork has holes in it. <laughs> I'm just saying it's funny that they thought to include Cam- that. Right, because Candace, they take the knives away when yes. Candace is usually at a table. Yes, yes, right. yes. I know. But um, I loved, again, we are left with a to be continued, which yeah. I always laugh so, at because, duh. <laughs> so Wendy and, Wendy and Ashley, Wendy chooses not to apologize to Ashley, even though yes. she admits that her delivery was not great. And yeah. they all, it re- they go from, I would say, like a three- to an 11 very quickly. <laughs> Even Robin kind of exp- came in and explained to Wendy, like, okay, because all the women at this point were like, no, no, like you should have apologized. You even just right. said, these women take the word apology and take take it too far. It's not mm-hmm. that crazy. It's not like you, you, there are different levels of apologizing. She could have literally just been like, I'm, you're, I'm sorry that you're right. My, del- I'm sorry for my delivery. That's a, 
we're not asking right. you to apologize for like your wrongdoings of everything you've done in your life. You're apologizing for the what you did that you even just said what you did was wrong. Right. And I think part of what allows this show specifically to move along so quickly is that these women are willing to, you know, to, we see Giselle and Candace and, Gis- and Candace and Monique and Giselle and Monique, all of these different dynamics where they can be like, you know what, that comment was wrong. I apologize for that. Yeah. Let's move on. They're not that you're not agreeing to be best friends with that person forever. You're not agreeing to, you know, forgive everything and never hold a grudge again. It's like, it's just the way it works to keep it moving. And Ashley, so Ashley says, this is why Wendy doesn't have many female friends. And that is when Wendy says that she doesn't have female friends because she doesn't deal with fake bitches like Ashley. Like you. Fake bitches like you. I, oh God. She called her out her name and that doesn't ever go well. And then all of a sudden they're just like yelling at each other across the table. I feel like the impression we are getting is that there is some underlying issues between these two. I it's I find it very hard to believe that. I mean, I guess it's happened before where you just meet someone and you just don't vibe and you don't get along. But this has been like, whoa, what? I felt like I was in a Kenya Moore flashback when Ashley starts yelling, gone with the wind, Wendy, gone with the wind, Wendy. Well, <laughs> Ashley said gone. What didn't she say? Gone with the wind. She said something. I know. I that's why I'm saying it's like a oh. Kenya Moore flashback because because Ashley. She did on say it, right? Yeah, she said she it said, like four times. Okay, I was like, wait, that's so <laughs> weird. Okay, I was like, uh, why did you say that? No, um, but I am nervous. Yeah, because Wendy kind of shut it down. She was what Ashley say? I'm mm-hmm. done with you or something. So she was like, it was oh. almost like the friendship just flashed before our eyes right there. But I'm like, no, there has to be more to this. And like, it's funny because. We've seen Ashley kind of grow up. She was very young when the show started. I mean, she's still young, but it's it's interesting to see now her be like a mom and a more mature woman. Yeah, and like he, seeing her like fight with these women, she really can hold her own. Well, and which, interestingly, you know. in this dynamic, which we don't see very often, Candace was the one who was trying to kind of stop the fight. She was like, it's too much. It's a lot right now. You know, bring it down. And yeah, it's interesting next episode we see in the preview the shit is going to start hitting the fan with this season's Michael Darby scandal because no season is complete um I I feel like so we're five episodes in I feel like we have already had some really great great you know drama attention Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's about to go up to another level I mean and then we, but we also see next week that Ashley is like with Dean and just like taught, like, we'll get through this. And I'm just like, oh God, this is like. I, that moment where they cut to her, they're like talking about the, the boyfriend in the hotel room and then they cut to Ashley, like feeding her baby. I'm like, that is dark. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we will have certainly have a lot to talk about with that and it's very weird. It'll come full circle. Like, is that really why Michael didn't want to watch the baby? We will get there. We will talk about it. We will see it. Um, but Dylan, who um, was your Bravo Leb of this? I love saying this week when it's on a Monday, because it's really just of Potomac. Of Potomac, whatever. Um, I am going to say, I want, I I was thinking Wendy because she had kind of her biggest episode yet, but I have to go with Karen Huger 
for what she said about Giselle's fashions and just I just she had a very entertaining episode and I love the Grand Dame. Um, what about you? Okay, I I, I like that. I. I am not a fan of Candace, but in this episode, I liked her behavior and how she um, tried to break up the argument and went to apologize. Like I kind of just like how she's been handling herself, especially last night. So mine is going to Candace. The Potomac Peace Prize, if you will. <laughs> I just got uh, a cake. Oh no. While Barry deals with that, uh, go rate, review, and subscribe. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, and we will be back on Thursday. Thank you to our sponsor, Splash Refresher. Meet the water beverage that loves self-care as much as you do. Just because you have to hydrate doesn't mean it has to be tasteless. Splash Refresher makes hydration deliciously easy. Splash perfectly blends refreshing fruit flavors with just a little bit of sweetness, all with zero sugar and zero calories. I am going to go grab myself a wild berry splash now that I am done recording, and you should too. Consider your hydrated self thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Batches.